And now, let's talk live with your host, Gavin Salpak. Hi everybody, welcome back to Let's Talk Live with me, your host Gavin Salpak. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking again, once again, about wrestling. This is part two of two. Yesterday, we talked about part one. We talked about everything underneath the sun as we could, as much as possible. About 37, 38 minutes of it. This time, it's going to be a little bit shorter, but a little bit better. More enthusiasm and everything else in between. I would also also like to start off with, we are going to be talking about the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, wrestling promos, contracts and deals, traveling on the road, and hustling. Let's get to it. Everybody, welcome back. We are going to be talking about the WWE Hall of Fame, the the people that have joined so far, and everything else in between. But with further ado, I would like to do a quick shout out before we get into anything about this podcast about wrestling. I would like to do a quick shout out to one of our sponsors, Big Daddy's Big Game Attractants. It is family owned, locally operated for all your big game hunts. Visit on Facebook at Big Daddy's Big Game Attractants or email BigDaddy'sBGA at Yahoo.com. Once again, for your big game hunts for all those hunters out there. Big Daddy's Big Game Attractants is your place to go for all your big game attractants and hunts and all that great stuff. Email BigDaddy'sBGA at Yahoo.com. Big Daddy's Attractants is where it's at. You use Big Daddy's Big Game Attractants, you're going to get big results. Trust me, I have a couple friends who have done it. You get big results. But further other than that, Let's get to it. Back to the wrestling topic of our podcast. It is the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame. We have seen the likes of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Roddy Roddy Piper, the Dudley Boys, D-Generation X, HBK, Ultimate Warrior. The list goes on and on and on of the golden era the attitude era and so far some of this generation's era that's going on um it is it it's hard to explain what it is like to sit down and watch the wwe hall of fame on tv i personally would have loved to have been there watched it and be there live in person feel all the emotions feel the crowd feel the just the, the electricity in the air at this Hall of Fame that they do every year, the night before WrestleMania, the shows of shows, it is would just be insane to be there and just give the proper send-off to all the WWE superstars, all the pro wrestlers that have put in their due, put in their time, put their bodies on the line for our entertainment. That would have been something great to have seen um, and be there personally to to join, well, not join, but to to witness. To be honest, um, you can see in in, in some uh, Hall of Fame speeches um, that you see the characters come out, but within a minute of their speech, you get to see the real person who they really are, and and it's amazing to see these character these people. 
You have played characters so much in front of the television and in front of us and traveling all over the world almost 365 days a year throughout the whole year. Actually dial it back and just be themselves. They just pretty much just tell jokes about the stuff that happens on the road and yada 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 and all that great stuff. It, it, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube, check it out. WWE Hall of Fame. You can put in Triple H and Ducks, Shawn Michaels, DX or NWO or whoever. It's all there. Look it up. It is great. It just, it'd be, you guys just have to go see it on YouTube. It's there. Look it up. Uh, my second topic, I'm going to be talking about promos, wrestling promos. But with that, uh, the wrestling promos, which I mean is the behind, not behind the scenes, but before the the, the wrestlers come out. They, they talk a lot of trash behind the curtain or when they get an interview, say by Michael Cole back in the day, or they come to the ring and they talk to JR or Vince McMahon when he used to do it. Um, the people that really stuck out to me that did really good promos was Bret Hart, the Macho Man Randy Savage. He, you guys have, if you guys haven't seen him do a promo back in the 80s or 90s, watch him do it on YouTube. It is, you don't see this stuff anymore. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he, he's done a couple promos, uh, in the back being interviewed kind of almost a little bit but when he started to become like the texas rattlesnake on his own he did the promos by himself he didn't have somebody else in the ring so in the beginning he did with stone with um the Vince man but not with uh anybody else he'd always do it by himself because he can he's like the rock he can cut his own promo and just sell the character and it's believable just like Shawn Michaels could do it Triple H can do it uh, Bret Hart did it and when it was Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin these two their promos were like spot on and I remember watching it where Bret Hart would be in the ring talking trash about Stone Cold and Stone Cold would come on the Titan Tron the big screen and he'd start he'd cut in halfway into to Bret Hart's speech like his promo and just cut him right off and it's just amazing you don't see these types of promos anymore because you got these type of writers and they think that they're going to you're going to have this great product when in reality you're going to have a shit product because it's not believable anymore you gotta let these guys these people these wrestlers these guys these women do their own promos and if you guys are going to do your own promos make it believable Make it feel real for fuck's sakes. Looking at it now, it's like somebody's handing them a piece of paper saying, here, read this, read this. Where back in the day, you didn't see Stone Cold Steve Austin or Bret Hart reading shit from, from a writer or a producer or whoever. Or even The Rock. The Rock never did it. The Rock was is, is up there just like Chris Jericho. He has the best promos out there like Chris Jericho Chris Jericho is like they're, they're perfect to a T on promos but certain wrestlers they just don't know how to do a promo in the ring they don't know how to get themselves over or the other person over it just becomes a nightmare and 
you could probably type in YouTube, go, go on YouTube and type in WWE promos that have been botched, which means just garbage promos that didn't go anywhere and you can totally see a difference. Now with that said, I would like to take a, a little bit of a break and we will get back into our third topic. It is going to be contracts and deals. RSK Entertainment is your one-stop entertainment shop. RSK has been taking care of business for the last 10 years. With RSK Entertainment, you get all your entertainment needs that you want. For a free quote, email at rskentertainment2018 at gmail.com. Once again, that is rskentertainment2018 at gmail.com. RSK Entertainment takes care of you. Okay, everybody, welcome back. And we were talking earlier before about the wrestling promos. Now we are getting away from the wrestling promos. We're going to go to contracts and deals. Certain wrestlers have certain contracts. Um, they have an ironclad contract or they have a six-month to a year or whatever contract for X amount of dollars. I listened to um, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff about Bret Hart coming to WCW. Uh, 96, 97, when he left the WWF slash WWE, um, it was reported that he offered Bret Hart $3 million, which wasn't true. He offered Bret Hart, I think, like $1.2 million for like three years and very um, time on TV, a very small schedule. Um, I don't know what really all went down, but that's what I gathered from uh, Eric Bischoff's podcast i know some wrestlers they get a shit ton of money um for a lot of viewings like a lot of uh dates i should say um and appearances um deals you get with the contract is you get so so many weeks off you get so much time off or you get to go do a movie like the rock and john cena or um, when Stone Cold was in wrestling, he did the the Condemned from WWE Studios, um, that kind of stuff. Those are kind of in your contracts or in your deals with when you talk with Vince or whoever does all the deals, or tri- or it could be Triple H or Shane or or, or even Stephanie, whoever it all is. Um, with that said, some people have gotten a lot of money for their contracts and it could only be it could be like I think uh, I think the the shortest was I think three years and I can't remember who it was but their deal was only three years and they got paid a shit ton of money um, and they didn't re-sign um, and then after they they didn't re-sign they took a couple months hiatus off from wrestling period and then they came back I forget who it was it was I, I would say it was about 10 years ago. I can't remember who it was, but it was, uh, it was, it was very interesting. Now, some people, uh, if you look at TNA or WCW back in the day or Ring of Honor, some indies, I don't know what the contracts are for the indies, but for major companies like the WWE, um, I don't know what it is now. I don't even know what it is now with AEW. Uh, that's, sprung out um 
there's been like when Chris Jericho signed to AEW, uh, I think that made AEW like a legit wrestling federation when they officially signed Chris Jericho to their federation. Um, he's got that legendary status, that icon, that Hall of Famer status. Um, but it's a shame we won't ever see him in a WWE ring for quite a while now because he is going with another company that's not WWE, where he's been in the WWE since uh, 1999. So it's going to be something to see um, later on. Now the traveling, traveling, there everybody's traveling all the time, all year round. You might get two weeks off or a couple months off here and there but it's split up um and you're you're hustling when i say like you're hustling is you're you're doing not side deals but you're doing deals with the company but also outside of the company so say uh let's say seth rollins he does uh he, he starts up his own clothing company and and he does it outside of WWE. That's him making more money for himself and throwing his name out there so that everybody knows who he is. Like, look at The Rock. The Rock is a prime example of hustling. He's done with wrestling. He retired. He's a he's a multi-million dollar actor in Hollywood. He's one of the biggest actors in Hollywood. And he's got a huge contract with Under Armour and he's making Under Armour famous. He's come out with his own company, uh, Seven Bucks Production and everything else. So The Rock having the Seven Bucks Production Company, he's gotten to do his own show, The Ballers. He's gotten with Under Armour. He's got this huge contract with Under Armour with selling his shoes, his clothing, um, which... It comes with hoodies, t-shirts, uh, shorts, even earphones now. Uh, I think they're uh, with with Dr. Dre and Beats, and and you just it's insane on how much The Rock is going on and on and on with his hustling and making a shit ton of money with it, and he's doing it great, better than anybody that I've seen from coming out of wrestling besides Stone Cold Steve Austin he Stone Cold Steve Austin does he sells knives which are badass looking he just started selling it uh, he just made his own IPA uh, beverage his own beer beverage called the Broken Skull which I wish you'd sell here in Canada because I would love to taste it I think it'd be a great beer um, other than that the traveling um, I've I've read online a couple of times where it it's been hectic where after they've done a match, they go right straight to the airport, they catch a flight out to the next town, they gotta do an appearance for for this store or that store, yada yada yada. And by the time they actually get down down to rest, it's been like 48, almost some odd hours, and they've only had a bite to eat for about 10 minutes, and then they're on the road again. So it, it, it the, the traveling, the hustling, it's, it's gotta be insane. Um... I just don't know how they do it besides drinking coffee and energy drinks and just keeping on the go and all that other stuff. Hey everybody, we are coming to a end of our podcast very shortly. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for giving me a listen and listening to me rambling on about wrestling. 
Uh, it was great to talk a little bit about the WWE Hall of Fame, the wrestling promos, the contracts and deals, traveling and hustling in the wrestling industry itself. Um, I would like to see more people uh, do more hustling and bring wrestling back to the way it was in the late 90s where wrestling what is more mainstream than hockey or baseball or football or anything else i would love to see wrestling be bigger than 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 anything that's out there right now like on how it was in the late 90s where wrestling was just blowing up like look at back in the day uh, it'll be 20 years uh 20 years ago or 19 years ago or, or something like that um yes 20 years ago WCW did another pay-per-view called Wild Hog live uh, from Sturgis in South Dakota. Uh, Hulk Hogan beat the Giant, who is now the big show, in WCW for the WCW World Heavyweight title. And he spray-painted the words in black, N-W-O, on the Covenant WCW World Heavyweight title. Now that is insane. That's being cocky. But that shit blew up. Even look at DX. Everybody was doing the crotch chop, man. Everybody was telling everybody to suck it. I even told a couple of teachers behind the max to suck it. Yada yada. I still do it from time to time. You know, just joking around. That stuff will never ever get old. And at that, that at that point in time, everybody was doing it. It was blowing up. And like, look, uh, even um, 20 years ago today. In WCW, Hulk Hogan, and I forget who he teamed up with, but he was teaming up with, uh, he was going against the DDP and Jay Leno, and they were having a wrestling match, and Jay Leno beat the shit out of Hulk Hogan in WCW. It was insane. You can see it on DDP's Instagram feed, um, who, which I happen to follow. DDP is friggin' amazing. Um, I was a good, I was a big fan of his, but not a huge fan. I was a big fan. I liked what he brought to the table. Um, but I liked what everybody was doing in, in, in WCW. But anyways, I just wanted to bring this podcast to a close. Once again, I want to say thank you to everybody, uh, that listened. Uh, if you have any questions that you want answered, or if you have any, any um, topics you would like me to to talk about on our next podcast or an upcoming podcast, email me at Gavin Salopec, cn at outlook.com. That's Gavin, G A V I N, Salopec, C Y O P E C K, cn at outlook.com, or send me a message via Instagram at Salopec, at C Y O P E C K. And I'm going to close this off with one of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Take care. Ciao. The ending of this podcast is being brought to you by Shop Local Perks. Shop Local Perks is Hamilton's new loyalty program featuring exclusive mobile perks from local businesses in the Hamilton and surrounding areas. I'm telling you everybody, shop local perks, 
This thing is amazing. It's helping out every business in the Hamilton area. It is just amazing. It's doing wonders from what I've been seeing from a good friend of mine, Kyle Scott, who is a sales representative of Local Perks. It is amazing. It's doing great. I see him all the time posting his videos, saying he's doing meetings, all this great stuff with shop local perks from the Hamilton and surrounding areas. This is amazing. It is great. If you want to find out more, visit now at www.shoplocalperks.com. That's www.shoplocalperks.com. Get out there, everybody. Look it up. You'll find more information on it. Shop local perks. I can't stop saying it. Shop local perks, everybody. Go for it. Check it out for the Hamilton and surrounding areas. Once again, shop local perks.